0: Today's program has been brought to you by greatbrewers.com, a social media marketing platform dedicated to promoting the world's great brewers and the beers they create. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. It's October 15th, 2013. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. My good buddy Johnny Brilliance here tonight. Hey, hello, He's our everybody. guest co-host. Look at that. <laughs> Johnny, you know, yes. you're the natural. You're a ex-rocker and you guys are importing beer from Spain. Now. I didn't
2: know I was an ex-rocker. That's
1: news to me. You're still a rocker.
2: Yeah, you bet. <laughs> turning 65 and still rocking.
1: I'll tell you, we have this great beer community in, in New York City and... uh I met you and, and, and Jessica a few years ago up at Cooperstown. At yeah, that's at Cooperstown. Right, that's right. We, we were, we were walking down town. the hill and we shared a taxi <laughs> to town. And I think we were rolling down the hill. Memories,
2: not failing me. Yeah, we were uh, we were well animated. Let's put it that
1: way. Well, cheers to you guys and cheers to our sponsors at GreatBoards.com and Heritage great Network. network. We've got a good show tonight. We're going to have some recaps of the Great American Beer Fest. Um, we're going to hear about some of the new collaborations that you guys are doing uh, out of Spain. And with Brian Strumpke from Stillwater, and we've got uh, Mike Lavulo from uh, Union Beer, Chris O'Leary, one of our favorite beer bloggers from Brew York, New York, and uh, one of our, our new favorite bars in New York, uh, Ken Fisherman from uh, Guilty Goose. All right, so cheers to everybody. Welcome to the show. Well, so yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's start with Jessica. We've got Jessica and Johnny. So you guys, um, you know, we know you as some of the cooler beer people in town. You hang out with the Blind Tiger, Jimmy's Thank number 43, you. but um, so you guys went whole hog and you jumped in, and now you're importing your own beer from Spain
3: yeah and now self distributing it too, which is a whole nother basket of fish <laughs> kettle of i know fish. i got I
1: got a delivery yesterday and, and and your name was on it. it was pretty cool yeah yeah. yes yeah first yes. time I wrote you a check directly phenomenal
3: c o d man from Jimmy carbone yeah. unbelievable <laughs>
2: <laughs> now right. we're, we're very we're, it's a very exciting change for us, and uh, it's a lot more work, but well worth it
3: it's sort of like um having a horse and riding it rather than stabling it upstate somewhere yeah, yeah. here, here, yeah. I, <laughs> good here I,
2: I thought I was going to be a gentleman farmer but you know it's not the way it's playing out
1: and we got Mike, Mike LeBou's on too he's, he's a good guy to talk about uh, you know distributing and importing and so you know you're working at Union Beer. You work with a lot of great brands. Yes. Yeah, I know good. some some of the beers you work with won some awards at GABF.
4: Yeah, um, well, uh, none of the ones that I specifically work for, but uh, we're like proud to announce that uh, best midsize brewery is uh, one of the breweries in our house, Firestone Walker. Just won best oh, midsize hey. brewery, and. No, and uh, you know I'm gonna leave it up to Chris O'Leary, who is actually at GABF. Oh no, wait, 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 so wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Let
1: me get preintroduce them. So, but but we got uh, Jessica and Johnny. So I want to talk first about them and and what they're doing. And uh, you know, you, there's so many new importers now, distributors, and you know, there's so many people making beer in 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 the world.
4: Yeah, and uh, like you guys, you guys will always be friends. You know, you guys, oh, you got you guys, you guys were, were part of our house, and um, you know, it's like. You know, working for a distributor. You know, we have our suppliers, whether it be uh, a brewery or an importer um, or whatever. Um, you know, we house uh, some of the uh, Shelton Brothers beers, all of the uh, Be United uh, beers. Um, but it's kind of funny the way like uh, the the beer industry's. Been working now that you know, we always thought after prohibition there would be a three tier system with what with having you know the suppliers, whether they be breweries or importers, then the wholesalers, and then you know the retailers. You know, whether you be Jimmy Carbone of Jimmy's 43 or Ken from Guilty Use, or you have a bodega somewhere, you know, wherever it is. Um, but what I'm finding now is um, you know the guys from uh, Radiant Pig, um, also Barrier, you know, they're kind of you know how it's happening. I mean, I'm you know, not a law person yeah, but, but but they're, yes. they're, they're self-distributing yeah. and I think that's really uh, it's really fun I've seen a lot of a lot of breweries do it a lot of importers start doing it right now you know that, that yeah. they're just they're just taking complete control over everything that they're bringing in and you know it's a it's a lot it's a lot less convoluted you know well, for a lot, all of us
1: a lot, a lot of people want craft beer which, which is a good thing so Jessica um, tell me what the new thing you're working on uh, you 're doing collaborations. there's there 's right?
3: actually a bunch of new things happening for us but first, I want to say that one of the great things and I think I speak for Johnny here too um, we did part ways with the union um very, you know, I think both sides decided that was the best decision. But we did get to do something that was on our bucket list with the union, which was have a tasting with fucking Mike on Jimmy's
4: 43. (laughs) 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 That was was some good time. Yes, definitely. (laughs) But besides (laughs) that, let's let's,
3: let's talk more about... So yeah, we've got, uh, of course, the the big news is Stillwater. Stillwater came, Brian came with us to uh, Festi, which was actually the first um, winter ale festival on the Iberian Peninsula ever, um, two years ago. And it was all big beers, big black beers, big strong beers. And, um, and Brian had some friends of his in Belgium um, truck over a bunch of uh, Love and Regret. Um, uh, what were the other ones, brands he Cellador was Selador. there. Yeah, I don't
2: remember. And he everything. was
3: promoting them on his own and just basically giving away free tastes and free beer. Cool. And afterwards, he, he asked us, you know, we're, show, me, show me what you've been tasting, what do you like best? So we went straight up to this. Uh, We'd been, you know, doing the rounds, um, and these guys from Langjub, which is a tiny, it's a very small little brewery, thousand liter batches. L'Anjoub,
2: Langjub, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the theme song. It is. Uh, what a haunting melody. So two guys. <laughs> 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 we have
3: yet to see the verse on that, Jimmy. You've been promising all these ti- all this time. Need a songwriter. <laughs> anyway, um, so he tasted actually the lug, which is a three point five ordinary bitter, and. In the sea of big, big alcohol beers, that was, like, just what you wanted to have. And the Spanish haven't gotten hip yet to having a water stand, at least not two years ago. (laughs) Right. So it was like like manna from heaven. He's like, oh, man, you guys can make 3.5 tastes like this. I'm right in there. And then we tried Juliet, which I I know you've you've tried Juliet. Juliet's a monster, gorgeous stout, super creamy and delicious.
4: And uh, um, is it always barrel-aged?
3: No, it's never ba- it's never barrel aged. Really? They did do one batch barrel aged because
4: I remember barrel-aged. that was a that was a tricky one to find for the blind tiger, the oh, one that was actually barrel aged.
3: Oh, really? dry <laughs> no, hopped, not, bar- not barrel aged. We oh, never okay. brought over one that was barrel. Oh, okay. Thought there was sorry. They, they did. Oh, you're, do right. One. you're right. You're right. Dry up. Yeah. What dry-hopped. was it?
1: What was it like working with Brian? Because and that's kind of a big story here is that you guys are you know you're New York based, got your roots in Spain, and, and Brian's been around the world. You know, Josh Bernstein's great book, The Complete Beer Course. I was reading it last night. And he's covered so much, and it's like, wow! It's like this guy Brian's in like so many little sections of it. Um, how does how does he do that? It's like he's he's like a nomad brewer, you know.
3: He calls himself actually a, a beer designer, and and it's a more accurate term because um, he decides the kind of flavor he wants to bring out in a country and the kind of the kind of beer that he thinks fits well in their culture. And he was sort of seeing a lack of saisons in Spain, which is true. There aren't aren't very many saisons at all in Spain yet. Um, So as soon as there was a dry yeast available, um, a saison yeast from Europe, he went for it, and then he wanted to go for uh, uh, all Leon, you know, local hops from Spain. So he used actually a high alpha acid hop, a nugget hop, which is ordinarily a bittering hop, but he used it all the way through. Um, they had fresh cone flowers, actually, for the, for the aroma. Um, and it was spectacular. But um, he doesn't, you know, every, I, I guess you guys who are brewers know that every system works differently. So, um, so he's like, you guys tell me what, what the temperature is to achieve. Am I not live?
1: No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: well, Mike's, Mike's here your point. He wants more beer. Oh, he wants more <laughs> beer. Well, I, hey, wait, wait, wait. Sure. I should
3: actually, I should pour the aloja, He wants right? a taste your beer.
1: He's pointing, and this is what we do. Here. We, we drink beer, and guys point when they want beer. And, you know, they could just ask. Mike, just say what you want. Come on.
4: I just want to see if Mike got any of the Zoe that we're opening up uh, that we're drinking right now from Main Beer Company. That's all. Oh, okay. yeah, He's generous. <laughs> but that's what we do here.
1: So,
5: And then and Chris
1: is, you know.
5: Uh, well, I was actually just, just curious if there's one thing. I mean, we can point to different regions of the United States as places that specialize in certain styles of beer or have certain characteristics that typify the the flagship beers that they make. What typifies Spanish beer right now? I know it's still small, but is there anything you could say? Johnny and Justin? Oh, yeah.
2: I, I would say certainly if we were going to pick one style out that they nail every time and in a very distinctive way, it would be pale ales. Almost every one of the breweries that we're interested in and looking at make killer pale ales, just the best they've got very little to do with their British or their American forebears they're really distinctive very fruit flavored very fruit forward probably yeast driven for the most part really remarkable
5: that's really interesting too, because I was looking through the list of winners at JABF this year, and one of the categories this year uh, is uh, international style pale ale, which differs from an American pale ale and an, or English, an English pale, pale ale al. exactly. And I was, I was, I was trying to figure <laughs> out how, you know, what exactly defines that style. But what's what's interesting is one of our local brewers here, uh, Jeff O'Neill at Peekskill, won the silver in that category for Amazeballs. So
2: I, um, we, we couldn't be more pleased about that.
5: And that description basically nails Amuse Balls. So. Yeah. yeah,
3: big yeah. flowers, right? Yeah, lots yeah, yeah. of big flowers. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: true. Yeah, Jeff is a, one of our favorite brewers, so you know, that's I, oh, I suppose at some point we're going to have to try and seduce him into collaborating with one of our. Oh,
3: seducing? Nothing. He's already there. <laughs> <laughs> He's already there. He's like, whenever you want, I'm coming over, or bring them over. Or, you know, whether we collaborate on this side or that side. Um, and, yeah, these totally rolls with the way it's done in Spain. Spain is like 20 years ago U.S., which is still very present. It's, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a very, it's a very um, uh, tight, tightly knit group. Everybody knows each other or of each other. Everybody tries each other's beers. The first time we went, one brewery drove us to the next brewery, talking them <laughs> up the whole time. It's really cool.
1: So what do you guys hope? You know, you're kind of the only people I'm buying Spanish beer from right now. And what do you hope for in the next five years? Hmm.
3: Well, we've got VSKs. Johnny, take it away from the VSKs.
2: The VSK program is one of the fallouts of our um, going independent. We're really able to do this now, which we wouldn't have been able to do. Is that like related to Franco, the
1: dictator? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> what VSK? is KGB and VSK? That, it's, it's What's a, a VSK? Term, very
3: a very special, special. K.
1: Oh, uh, yes, I'd like they have a blind tiger.
3: That's yeah. <laughs>
2: imagine where we might have learned that expression. Right. Well, the VSK program allows us to bring in one-offs, unusual, rare, extreme, whatever category you want to put it into we've been able to bring over one of my personal favorite Spanish beers, my fa- one of my favorite breweries, the Guinea Pigs.
3: Guinea Pigs, yeah!
2: Yeah, Guinea Pigs. <laughs> they have an explanation, exclamation
3: point at the end. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Guinea but Pigs, yeah. and we're following that very shortly with the Boina Boys, and I'm not going to say anything more about them, but uh, they uh, wear pizza pie-sized uh, berets on their heads. They're from Basque Country. And they're equally entertaining. And they make imperial. So in Spain, who are the imperial age stout? Who are the, who are the craziest
1: people? The Basques,
3: Basques and Catalans. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And do you guys fight Both sometimes? Them. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love her optimism. We dance.
1: Yeah, well, we I do. do. I don't we think dance. we really know that much. I mean, like we do You know, dance we know about Sherry. We we know like you know Galicia. I mean, there's there's so many regions of Spain with so much history. Yeah. I don't think any of us really think about it as, as a beer country.
2: A great deal of our beer, with the exception, the notable exception of La Sagra, which is from Toledo, uh, or near Toledo, uh, everything else is from the north of the country. So it's a very different mindset in the north. The weather is different, conditions are different, it's a Celtic culture, it's not really the dark-haired, dark-eyed Spaniards that you see in the south of the country. and That's
1: a big difference,
2: really. Well,
3: Catalonia and Basque country, Johnny. They're
1: well, how do you think that Spain compares? I mean, this is like... I hate to make general statements, but we kind of have to. At some point, you know, there's only so much beer we can buy because there's so much good beer. Mm. You know, how does the, the best beers of Spain compare to the best beers of France? Because all these countries seem like they're trying to make, make craft well, beer. Well,
3: Sp- Spanish, the Spanish tradition is much younger, although... I mean, you said historically it's it's not been known as a beer tradition, but in fact, the oldest remnants of um, of beer, traces of beer found in the west in Western Europe, have been in Spain in the Iron Age. Um, but the Romans sort of quickly dispatched them and said, "That's a barbarian's drink, and you're going to drink wine from now on." But um, but good Spanish beer, uh, look. It's not somebody we carry. The Shelton's carry him. God bless them, and God bless him. He's a super guy. He happens to share my... His brewery is my last name, which really... And who's uh, this? Carlos Rodriguez of Aguillon's Brewery. Phenomenal brewer. Totally unambitious. He just wants to be a gentleman brewer. He doesn't want to go mad, you know, brewing to, to satisfy everybody's taste. But he does Lambic blends with Cantillon and his own Pura Pale, which is one of the best pale ales on the peninsula. Um... He's phenomenal. But and who
1: made the, the there was the the famous Spanish show, uh, Ferran and Ferran,
3: Ferran Andrea. Well, it, didn't we, he make a beer too? He did Inedit, or he had a hand in kind of stru- designing Inedit. Inedit is still, it was designed very much for the Spanish palate and for the table. It's a it's a lager still, but it's a much better lager than your commercial lagers there.
2: Inedit is an Estrella beer, so it's part of the commercial world, it's a but. Yeah, it's a craft totally different, But it's yeah. a very well crafted beer so. Johnny
1: t- t- We have a, another minute on this segment but Tell me something cool Before we sign off <laughs> I want to hear you talk man.
2: <laughs> I've got this great hat That's got a band-aid inside Holding
4: <laughs> <laughs> holding it together
2: <laughs> <laughs> The best one I've got What can I say can can we we where, another, uh, wait, And Johnny <laughs> Where were you born? I was born in Agunkwit, Maine
1: Maine Yes Love that, man. All right. But I, I can't, Did you taste <laughs> the aloja? I, I, I had like- to
2: lose that, you know. I, I, I couldn't walk around saying, Pepperidge Fam remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was encouraged, you know, to.
1: Well, cheers to the aloja. All right. Hey, uh, we'll take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. All
0: right. Cheers. It's summertime. The bars are closing. The bars are closing. All the doors are open. All the doors are open wide. It's to find your friends. It's to find your friends. Tell them what they want to hear. Tell them what they want to hear. I tell them not to be so. I tell them not to be so goddamn uptight. Which includes a GPS beer finder, a beer sommelier, and descriptions for over 5,000 different brews. What are you waiting for? Back up that passion for craft beer with some solid information and education. Visit GreatBrewers.com today.
1: Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. We're out here, at R- at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm Jimmy Carboni with Beer Sessions Radio. Hey, my hey. good buddy Johnny Brilliance yeah, here. It's All
2: right, good to be here. So nice to be back on your program.
1: You know, tell me more. You talked about your hat before, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what do you think about the beer you're drinking? Are you, are you drinking the? I'm, uh, I the illusion
2: at the moment, but I uh, I just had the Zoe, which is fabulous. You know, I I. So, knocked out by these New England beers, whether we're talking about Maine Brewing or we're talking about Sean Hill uh, up at Hill Farmstead,
1: there's extraordinary. All right. <laughs> maybe Allegash. Yeah. Okay, slow down. Allegash. But so you're from Maine. Yes. So, what do you th- I mean, it, when you grew up, w- was there a good beer up in Maine? I mean, there was David I, maybe, Geary, but that I'll was like I'll the 80s. I was in Maine when I was
2: five. Come on. Hey, that, that's a long time ago. Uh, no, there was probably not really... In fact... Then there York, was a war. York County, when I was young, uh, my father had to cross the state line into Portsmouth to get a drink. York was a dry county. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, shit. So. Well, uh, before we get our calling, guys, let's say hi to Ken Fisherman. Hello. Uh, he's not from Fisherman Brewery. He's actually from Guilty <laughs> Goose. I saw your name on the list. It's like Ken Fisherman. It's like, oh, he's from Fisherman Brewery. But no, it's... The guilty goose. The
6: guilty goose, and I'm um, really happy to be here, and it's exciting to be in, uh, you know, in this forum where I can be with distributors and brewers and importers and other, other bar owners, and we, you know, we. So you're
1: like a you've got a, a great new bar. Your, your focus is beer. Focus is beer, right? And you brought for us uh,
6: some main beer today. Some right? main, yep, which we love a lot, uh, and do, we do exclusively uh, American craft. On draft and almost exclusively American craft and bottles as well, and Maine as the Northeast, as he was saying, with with Lawson's, as Alchemist, as is with Hell Farmstead, um, you know, uh, Allegash. There's really a plethora of, and that's why the Vermont Beer Fest is such a great yeah. venue. Uh, that's my
5: favorite festival every year to uh, to attend. It's it's a beautiful location and pours just amazing beer that you can only get, m- much of which you can only get in Vermont. So yeah,
1: well spoken, Chris yeah, O'Leary. That. So um, just tell us a couple quick things about Guilty Goose. We'll have more time to talk, but, you know, like, why would I go to Guilty Goose? Besides that you are friends of bartending.
6: There? Well, well, hopefully you're going to go to TechServe, which is right on the same block. So, so <laughs> it's a, Chelsea tends to be a bit of an oasis when it comes to a lot of things, and craft beer would be one of them. And there aren't too many of us that are really dedicated to um, exclusively... Uh, this, you know, So we, we don't carry any mass-produced. We don't carry any, any um, macro beer. We, we just really focus on what we consider to be the American craft and then certain Belgian imports. But after trying this today, I could easily bring in Spanish imports uh-huh. because they're, they're fantastic. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Right. And Thank so you. what are a couple of the drafts you have right now at Guilty Goose?
6: Uh, right now, I think we're we have the new uh, Stone and by We have uh, probably Ollie, always Allagash White. I mean, the wheat line tends to go between Oma Gang Wit and the Allagash, the Avery. Gotta um,
3: try the Trigo,
4: man. Some uh, some fresh Allagash uh, Hugh Malone on draft right now also. Yes, and uh, you, you said Enjoy by though, right? I said Enjoy By. All right. Yeah. So um, Jessica, you grab the mic too. So now the guy we've been waiting for
1: is online. Uh, our friend Brian Strumka. Uh, he's our Intrepid traveling brewer. So, uh, Brian, it's nice one. to have you on the air, man. And we're, tr- we're trying your aloja uh, right now. What's that, <laughs> and uh, we've got uh, Michael Labulo from Union, hi, uh, hi. Ken from Guilty so good. Goose, got a bunch of people. <laughs> Jessica and Johnny, Chris O'Leary from hey. So, you know, I think you know everybody in the room. <laughs> how you doing, uh, But you are you know, you're always doing something cool. And uh, so, how did you first get hooked up with uh, some of the Spanish brewers? Because uh, this beer is really awesome.
7: Are you, talking, are you asking me? <laughs> 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 um, you know, I'm not... You know, Ryan. Um, but you know me. I'm always bouncing around someplace. Um, I met John and Jess a couple of years ago back at an event at DBGB. We became friends, and uh, they started inviting me over to Barcelona for a couple of different beer fests. And uh, I guess the first time over there, I just I was like, well, if I'm going to come here, uh, it only makes sense for that. I, you know make a beer in it's a new country uh, so we went around they introduced you know, a lot of their uh, the breweries that they were considering importing and some that they were already kind of starting to work with and um, yeah I just I, don't, I mean it was just I randomly just went by you know quality of the product and um, the quality of beer in Spain varies in fluxes from high to low um, and uh, I think is the landju guys who are doing some of the most um, high-quality and consistent product that I've tasted. Landube, um, you know, like I do love Landube. When we
1: went to what's that? Sorry, i we we Jimmy love Landube definitely. So it,
7: I, Jimmy. Yeah, so it's like it's like you know we tasted some of the other uh, you know I mean, I think some of the other breweries might have one or two beers that are really good, and then it was it was just fluxing. But you know they seemed like the brewery that kind of had had their core lineup uh stable and you know and, and plus there were like there were there were flashy beers and I think that's that's something that's easily lost <clears throat> nowadays. It's like everybody's like, oh, you know, here's a big big hoppy beer or, you know, big high alcohol malt bomb or something like that. And it's you know, it's easy to hide flaws and it's also trendy and easy to get praise for something like that because it fits into, you know, what's hip at the moment. So I, you know, I can't, I'm always looking for just that underlying, that nondescript sense of quality and craftsmanship, and that's what I got out of uh, the lounge. Dudes, yeah,
3: just, they were, they were, they virtually wept. Actually, I, I remember, and I can't quote you on the radio, but I remember when you had the first sip of Juliet, you were like, "That's a." <clears throat> Good, that's a beeping good beer, <laughs> and, and and Angel, who doesn't speak any English at all, says, said to me, entiendo, entiendo, <laughs> Which, I understand that.
7: <laughs> all right man. Um, good. And, and, and it's always it's always nice working with you know these up these small up and coming guys, especially in lands like in Spain where <clears throat> it's. Uh, you know, it's all—it's still very, the beer scene in general is still very new to them. There's only a handful of craft beer spots, and, you know, they get a little bit of import. Um, we just started sending some still water over there um, over the past year. But, I mean, it's still so, so small. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to I'd do my best to kind of, like, uh, lead these guys in the right direction on, like, the global scene. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah. yeah we do a service to the world. It.
5: How's the reception for your beer over there too? I was I'm curious as to uh, to the the take of I mean we obviously seem to welcome Spanish craft beer with open arms at least those the beer geeks among us but uh, how, is, is there a beer geek scene in Spain?
7: Yeah, I mean I think it's you know it's not it's not like it is in the states and yeah you know, it's still budding and uh, I think it's I mean I mean the last time I was there I mean. They were. They seem excited to kind of get any attention, you know, from any quality producers outside of their country. It's like you know, they, it's such a small little thing they got going on. That's like if anybody, you know, people that are willing to come and put some effort and uh, take some time to get to know them and kind of get to know their scene and their, uh, you know, culture and everything. You know, they're they're very welcoming. Um, I I definitely like everywhere in Europe. It's like. Stillwater is not the trendy beer because I don't make a double IPA and I don't have a coffee bourbon aged imperial stout, <laughs> and that's what that's what's hot everywhere right now. That American trend is just really encapsulating Europe and a lot of the other countries. But it's kind of interesting because I see the American palate already starting to shift because it's kind of like that's an inch. Interest- yeah, it's interesting. It's like you can't, you know the. Like, I mean, I'm a grown man. I can't drink double IPAs. Oh, it all. <laughs> so, Sometimes, so. though. It, and it's, you know, I think there's, it, you know, when things are new and exciting, it's it's like music. It's like right now it's like, oh, here's the big pop hit. But you don't want to listen, you don't want to just listen to top 40 pop hits all the time. Sometimes you want to sit down and listen to an album. And, like um, like MGMT. MG, MG. like, the, the more intricate and nuanced, you know, types of beers I think will, eventually make their way through the scene and right, i think brian, where, where
1: are you right now what town
7: um right. i'm at, in baltimore packing for a trip to san francisco tomorrow
1: all right and johnny what's mgmt
2: mgmt is brian's one of brian's favorite bands I, 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 yeah i say that right <laughs> don't I? yeah yeah you, you last time we were together you were uh, we were raving about it i think that might be the right choice of words
1: so brian what yeah. are you, what are you going to do in san francisco what that what are you gonna do in San Francisco?
7: <clears throat> uh, this is this is more of a creative exercise trip. I'm taking uh taking my, my artist Lee, who does all my bottle designs and we're very busy so we don't get a whole lot of time together one on one, so once or twice a year I'll take him somewhere and we just kinda check out, get weird and just come up with new ideas for Stillwater and and uh and it's yeah, it's more of a yeah. Create a retreat, Brian. Let's wait, we've
1: got another bar in here. Uh, Ken from Guilty Goose, and uh, let's just ask him about you. So, Ken, have you uh, carried any still water uh, at your bar? Yes, I have. So, uh, which ones? Well, what do you want to say to Brian? <laughs> you want to say anything?
6: Well, Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? I think I think yeah. I met you for the first time at last year or year before BCTC. I, I don't even know if you remember, but it was it was it was in passing.
7: Yeah, BCTC is, is a lot
6: of things that, that just. I get past. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> hazards of the train. Right. Hazards of the train.
6: We,
2: t- we touched on that a bit earlier. It's true.
1: <laughs> we noticed the West Coast has Burning Man. We have we have Belgian comes to Cooperstown. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think there's even a comparison. I
6: yeah, mean, I, I think the question batters. that I that I have. I mean, look, and, and so I'm, I you know in this industry, there, there are you, Mike. There, there are kind of eunuchs, right? There are people who uh who know who know what it looks like, but can't do it, right? And so I've always kind of marvelled at the brewers art and being able to kind of take the same ingredients because nobody really grows their own anything, let's say, and then put together something different. And and that's what I've always, I mean, that's always my question to brewers, you know, for like from the brewery or, or from Maine or whatever or, or Hetty Topper, it's, it, it comes to, uh, it, it really becomes a bit of magic, I think.
3: Yeah, it's true. Alchemy. Alchemy,
6: definitely.
2: truly. He's Did well named, us? that brewery. <laughs> so that was a question to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian? That's oh,
1: you're there. Okay. You missed it all, but don't yeah, worry. I'm
7: here.
1: Brian, so uh, <laughs> we do like the elogia, And and uh, just, just give us a, a final comment about Making beer in Spain because it's kind of romantic. Uh,
7: well, I don't. I mean, it's. Like I said it's very. It's it's very new and it's it's not like a, i guess uh with that. uh I don't know. I guess personally, with that beer, I really wanted to make something simple, but really try to capture, try to actually define what you know what we could do to define Spanish brewing. Like when I, I did a series of beers in France. Last year, and I, and I really use as much French ingredients, hops and some violets and and such in order to just try to capture a sense of terroir. Uh, we did the same with this, but it's like, you know, it's definitely it was German malts that were used, and um, uh, but all the hops were grown locally. Uh, it's a Nugget hop that, um, but it was Catalonian grown. I don't know exactly where, but um, so it's you know I just. And, you know, and just using their water source, it's like, so I wanted to make a simple beer that would, like, still reflect Stillwater's aesthetic, but at the same time incorporate, you know, some of just some of the aspects of just the environment alone. Um, and then going forward with future collaborations in, in that country, uh, you know, I would build upon that. But I think it's best to start simple and kind of see what, what kind of makes you know because everybody has you know most breweries have their flavor profile or something so it's always best to try to like capture that and not not work against uh your your home base
1: Let miss ask to Je- me j- so. Uh, brian um, so jessica just one last thing so in spain i mean like if you're going to work with traditional you know opportunities are there like a lot of wine barrels lying around or there are. things like that what, yeah, what would a brewer really want to do down there
3: um well, there's there's actually somebody I really want to introduce you to, you Brian, um, who's been doing some very interesting things with, um, actually collaborating with a wine place and using slurry, um, wine slurry, in part of their, uh, later part of their brewing, and um, it's pretty lovely, a lovely result. I'll be, you'll be the fir- the second to get samples when I get them in, and um, we, just, we
2: just tasted a victory the other night that. It was a, a porter that was aged in red wine barrels, one use only red wine barrels. That was absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Port it, barrels it, too are unique to it, the. It, re, so it's rewriting the possibilities. It's it's an incredible. Experience. No, so I
1: think so. You know, maybe going down the road in Spain, there's a lot more traditional.
3: Mm. You know, there's a fantastic VSK right? that we brought in the proletariat had on and tweeted me the best tweet I ever got. Um, Corey, love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> You're just amazing. Um, Domus Suma um, I'm sorry Domus Greco is an homage to El Greco the painter who was uh, from Greece but settled in Toledo and traveled around and uh, let basically the art of every place he settled infuse his final product anyway so this is a beer that's got almond, saffron um, cinnamon but all very subtle just subtle subtle notes anyway Corey was blown away his keg kicked quite quickly but ABC is going to have it on soon
1: all right, and before we sign off, Mike, you're a great beer guy. You're one of the specialty beer reps in New York City. But you were just looking. We have a whole bunch of beers on the table here from Maine Beer and Aloja. And you were looking around, and I didn't see you grab anything. Are you, are you missing anything tonight? I'm well, not What beer anything. do you want to drink that we don't have right now? I'm just,
4: I was just, like, specking out because we opened up Zoe by Maine. Just so, there, so Ken from Guilty Goose, um, having eight draft lines, is able to move a lot of great bottles. And – uh We brought Zoe. Drinking Zoe first. That bottle's nearly done. Weeze, which is a new one from Maine Beer Company, seven two black IPA, and everything like Maine Beer Company does is just hoppy. Even even the last one that you're touching right now is uh, the King Titus, seven and a half percent robust porter. But again, a little bit of narration.
1: So Mike's here in studio. Before he was pointing because he wanted a beer. Now his hands, he was searching. For a beer And he didn't and he didn't take one That's why I asked
4: I was so. just seeing How much lunch is left And if John had lunch In his uh, glass <laughs> You're a good beer Where did I start
1: with <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever I started
4: Got to think, this gotta think about now. The friends Jimmy So
1: somehow we, we are all friends In this room So hey <laughs> I'll tell you what We're going to take A short break We'll be back In a few minutes On Beer Sessions Radio Alright yeah, yeah baby Yeah baby
0: I need your help She studied art in Spain Tall boys across her brain Tall boys Men, they'll do anything They sat her in the shed
1: Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sashes Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. It's, it's Johnny Brilliance here tonight. Uh, international man of mystery. Johnny Brilliant. You know, what, what's that Dos he's at? It's like the, what, the coolest. The most
5: interesting man in the world. Thank That's you. It. That's it. You know, I,
1: I used to think that I was that guy, but when Johnny Brilliant's here, <laughs> it's really him. Uh, and well. Jessica, what do you think? Is he the most interesting man in the world? He must be.
3: He certainly plays it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: Johnny,
2: again, you
3: talked nice about your hat. That. Tell us,
1: give us a little more <clears> main <throat> stuff.
3: May I can't give you
2: much. You How know? about we, Spain?
1: How about this? Uh, when well, you guys My father go? was a
2: painter. My father painted the marginal way when I was a kid. And uh, he he traded uh, paintings to, to lobster fishermen for the bits that fell off in the trap. So I ate so much lobster as a child that I actually couldn't abide the stuff until I was not able to afford to eat it as an adult. Well, so, you know, my yeah, th- father and grandma at part. one
1: time lobster was like the poor man's food, so what? a certain generation did yeah, not think yeah it but, was so but cool. not
2: not a whole perfectly serviceable lobster if if the claw fell off in a trap that was pretty much useless
1: you know what's fun is having brian strumpkin on the phone cuz like we have to respect him when we're on the air like there's a slight delay so whatever we say he has to like we have to stop and let him listen so
7: hey i we're giving I, have you a, like the I have a good good i have a good spain story
2: for oh, you oh go on brian <laughs>
7: All Alright, so when we were looking at the brewery the first time, uh, John and Jess and I were driving around, and Jess was on her cell phone. And we got pulled over by the police. <laughs> over. You mean in, in Spain?
1: It's yeah, true. In Spain. So
7: but, 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 for, but fortunately, we had the man of mystery with us. So the cop, the cop thought Johnny was, um, was Robert Plant. So, so we, we, got, we got pictures of us posing with the cops. And we just played it up so we could get off on the whole deal. <laughs>
2: I'm sitting in the van blowing into a breathalyzer.
7: No,
1: the, the I won't say was, why was That wasn't was a comfortable teammates. situation but. But who was driving
3: <laughs> I was yes, driving, was driving.
1: And you bl- and <laughs> 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 He does look like That was just for the picture Was it Robert Plant Is that his name Yeah Yeah
3: Yeah, yeah we've got the We've got the picture I don't have it on my phone Unfortunately but um, yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny, actually. That was the first failed attempt, because the, the, heat, the heat pump or... So forget, it before we
1: talk to Chris, happens. forget GABL. Let's talk about weird beer experiences. This is pretty cool. <laughs> so, like, going to Spain and making beer. I mean, Mike, have you ever had any weird experiences like I'm that?
4: trying to think right now, man. It's my day off, and I've been drinking since 2, so...
5: Uh, <laughs> right. So, Chris...
1: Tell us now. Give us, give us the highlights of GABF. Oh jeez,
5: um, from so, your perspective. So from my perspective, you know, I, I've been going for eight years now, and I, it's it's an exhausting weekend uh, most of the time, but um, I've tried. It's like to three thousand beers, right? Uh, Forty eight hundred different beers this <laughs> year. Uh, Six hundred and fifty <laughs> breweries on the floor. Over seven hundred uh, entered their beers in the competition. Um, the big thing this year, um, which shouldn't come as too much of a surprise to most beer geeks, was um, was session IPAs tended to be a, a big thing this year. Yeah, a lot of breweries were breaking out their like four and a half percent hoppy pale ales, like what um, founders I all day IPAs. That's, I mean, that's a good example. Like I mean, the, the one of the the more one of the standouts that I had that would fall into that category was. Uh, from Austin Beer Works in Austin, Texas, they had a what they called their half IPA. Uh, really great, crisp, sessionable, floral. It was it was it was a beautiful, clean beer. Um, there was a, I mean, more than more than usual, there's a lot of coffee beer on the floor this year. Mm. But, but whereas it used to be, it was coffee Imperial stouts and coffee porters. Um, a lot of breweries tended to start exploring coffee milds. So again, another, another turn in the direction of, of more sessionable beer. Um, despite that plenty of double IPAs on the floor, still the second most entered category in the festival, um, California, Colorado, Oregon still dominating. Uh, New York came in ninth. I think that the in terms of number of medals earned, um, I think the big surprise for the second year in a row, uh, Virginia, Virginia just blowing everyone out of the water. They got is that is it its own market degrees. is it because of
1: the DC market.
5: Um, I think it's mostly because of the DC market, um, but. Uh, What surprised me, Devil's Backbone, they won uh, Small Brewer of the Year for the second year in a row. Um, and they won medals in six of the eight categories they entered. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. I've got to try some devil's back. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever tried it. Yeah. You know what? I, it's funny because, because when I, when I had it on the floor, they were actually, uh, situated directly next to Empire Brewing, um, in the Mid-Atlantic session, section. And, um, I went to try their beers. I kept going back and going back and going back because they had two booths and they were pouring something like ten or ten or twelve different beers. So um, it's it's did you like hard. To, it's hard. Do I, I like them? Uh, they had very solid beers. They have very, very solid beers. And
1: who did you like? Who did I? Well, like? What would you? If, if we did Chris O'Leary's GABF <laughs> award,
5: pick three beers that you really liked.
1: Okay, that none of us have ever had. How uh, about that?
5: Wicked Weed Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina. They yeah. had the uh, the cucumber, which was a a cucumber. Juniper and basil ale, Johnny. You know them,
2: really At uh, the Asheville Brewery, uh, I, I, I know a bit about because I spent some time there.
5: A- Asheville is really—it's it's a, but,
1: beautiful, it, place. And it's a beautiful place. What's his title again? International Man of What? Mysteries. Mystery. Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Powers, <Palace laughs> by, by the by, that's where he came from. Um,
5: in <clears> terms <throat> of just solid classic um, uh, West Coast big hoppy beers, uh, knee deep out of California had their Simtra again. But we're in which, California. That's a good question. I can never remember Chris! exactly where. Uh, Northern you are like our but, expert. Thing. I know, I know. You're the I'm expert. usually I'm usually really good at these things, but you know how many? I had 230 different <laughs> beers over the course of a week. Out weekend. of 4,800. <laughs> I know, right? You disappointing me. The Come on, man. Uh, I had so much more work to do. Um, and then I had the the weirdest beer I had. that I really enjoyed uh, was from Freetail Brewing in San Antonio, Texas. They did a Spirulina Whit beer. Um, so it was. It, was it like a bacterium? It, it, no, it's spirulina. It's like a. a, uh, oh, it's it's a, a green. Product. It's a green plant, and, and it actually the beer was green. It was truly green, but it it had the characteristics of a whipped beer, but it was also very sweet, like green juices. Um, and then lastly, yeah. the, the other thing that uh, stood out for me was uh, Calicraft, which I think is in Walnut Creek, California. Um, they were doing sparkling ales at the festival, so they were using wine yeast, um, and those really stood out for me. They're very unique beers, uh, very interesting, and it really plays off the the regional aspect of Northern California being both beer and wine country. Um, so those those are the real standouts for me.
1: Nice, and nice.
5: and and our local guys. I can't say enough about that. Seven seven medals for New York Blue Point, Great South Bay brooklyn one for uh the Brooklyner vice for the first time since 1997 oh yes <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> bravo <Gary. laughs> um oma gang obviously winning another medal this year captain lawrence got the only gold in new york for hops and roses and uh as we mentioned earlier chief up in uh peak oh and crossroads won a middle this year yeah. for the Maggie's Farmhouse it's got a bronze in the Saison category which had over 120 entries so uh, that's a really it was the fifth most competitive we do love them. category
1: crossroads from Athens New York yeah. uh, we don't see them too much in New York but they're great guys and cheers to Kenny and Hodge up there all right hey um so Brian it's nice that you're still on uh this is so cool man I'm talking to Brian by is this by radio or by telephone
7: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's by uh it's by implant. implant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us about. Uh, I'm completely, I'm completely mobile
1: now. Uh. Well, what?
3: Seriously, you're walking yeah. down the street and in Baltimore Mike, somewhere.
1: And I know you. This yeah. guy, Mike Lavulo, too, wants to talk. said, so "Let's get you on." So, all right, Mike, ask, ask Brian a question,
4: because. Uh yeah, where are you at, man?
7: I already told you where I'm
4: at I wasn't listening <laughs> I'm
7: in Baltimore I'm going
4: to walk down to my bar And get some food and a beer Ah uh, sick Yeah well, That's yeah. what I want to ask so
1: wait So what's, what's the name of your bar in Baltimore Because I, I know for $20 I can take the boat bus from New York City and Get dropped off in this ghetto motel In Baltimore And be there
2: <laughs> Don't start yeah. Don't start There's a terrible yeah. story
7: Practically wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just don't
1: let John and uh, <laughs> 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 But What's the name of the bar? I, I, I always forget. Uh, the, uh, the, bar, the bar is called uh, of, of Love and Regret. And I always want to say it's the Stillwater Bar. So why did you call it a Love yeah. and Regret and not the Stillwater Bar?
7: Because it sounds better.
1: I well, know, uh, but I can't remember it's,
7: that. It's a, it's Olar. A, a, say Olar. The sucks your name. And,
2: and,
1: and also for, that beer. Yeah, I did it
7: for the ladies.
2: That beer is such a great beer. I mean, that beer has got such a great story. You know. They,
1: no, Brian, but you've really made a difference there, and uh, I know you, you've made beer down there. And um, you know, there, there was that. There's a the bar in Baltimore that's on Broadway. They do the annual Belgium event. What event is what bar is that?
7: That's uh, Max's.
1: And that's Max's. So you got a really good scene down there, don't you? Yeah,
7: they're, yeah, they're actually doing it. Just very. And um I am going to make a special beer for it. It's just a customized thing. So um and that, that's normally like around uh, Valentine's Day. But it's right. cool. I think mean, they got like 109 drafts or something like that and over a 1000 bottles. It's it's pretty ridiculous.
1: Max's. Is.
2: Max's is on Broadway
1: yeah. and Baltimore yeah. All right. Yeah. Man. Hey, Brian, we're going to just do a quick wrap-up. So everybody, uh, Johnny and Jessica, what are you guys doing uh, with Iberian Beer United?
3: Um, tonight. I want to give a shout-out to the people who have really, really helped us. <laughs> First of all, Jimmy's 43, who tonight we're having a, a sort of focused tasting of the Lanzhoubs and the Aloja at, back at your place. Um, the Tiger's going to be doing um, an Aloja Stillwater, I mean, uh, yeah, a, a Stillwater VSK Monday with some uh, Um on the 28th. Um, Spite and Dival is going to be doing another L'Anjoub and Stillwaters event on the 30th. Um, Glorietta Baldi, which is Ben Wally's new bar opening up. Um, I think his soft opening is the 21st, next Monday. And he's He's taken taken on one of our special beers. Boeo. Our our uh, big-ass 10.5 Boeo he's taking. (laughs) He's taking that on as his weirdo bottle. Um, say and, more, Johnny. <laughs> it's true. And Plan B Tapas. I gotta call out Plan B Tapas. They have been our best supporter. Mike Chichoricho is like Where is it? that's
1: like the best name ever. Like but what Arab. does it mean, Plan B Tapas? Plan B
3: Tapas is when you have where is you it? You know, it's it's on Mulberry Street, just up the street from Spring Lounge. Um, they it's have in some New York City. Seriously, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, sorry, seriously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I, 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 sorry. I've got to
4: say, it was a surreal moment when uh, when you guys went um, you know with the with the cider uh, Spanish yeah. cider, and I'm walking down and. Being Italian, my folks would always take me to the San Gennaro Festival. And I, I took a video, <laughs> sent it to my dad. I'm like, I'm at the San Gennaro Festival having Spanish tapas. And he's like, get your roots together, kid.
3: <laughs> 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 well said, Mike. <laughs> All right.
5: Well, yeah.
4: make it. Chris, quick,
5: come on. Uh-huh. Um, um, i just got beat. I've got uh, a couple articles uh, up this week, up, uh, up and coming, uh, new beer bars opening in the next few weeks in New York City. Wrote about that last week. You can also see uh, what's going on with the federal government shutdown and how it's affecting breweries. I've got uh, that on BrewYorkNewYork.com. And I love it, man. And our buddy from Nebraska, uh, Paul Kavalik is uh, also waiting on his TTB license right now because of the shutdown. Yeah. He can't open his first produ- his production brewery until that happens, so... You know I'm we're, we're, we're to due to have a couple. Sucks. I think
1: on Heritage Network, to do a couple of specials about some of these things. But hopefully, we don't have to. Yeah. And hopefully, it ends soon. Yeah, so, really? well.
5: yeah.
6: <laughs> All right, and, and uh, Ken from Gilded Goose, anything else going on? Uh, just we're going to do a uh, brewery versus our main brewing company night. So coming out. Oh yeah, that'll be wow. sometime. That, that's sometime. some serious. Oh, and uh,
4: and uh, this Thursday at uh, Brooklyn Beer Merchants on uh, Grand Street between uh, Bradford and um, where is it? Drakes, I want to say Roebling. Yeah, um, it's. Um, I do a lot of specialty brands for Union Beer. So I'm gonna, we're going to have Maine Beer Company Mo, Maine Beer Company Zoe, Maine Beer Company Peeper, bottles of Lunch, Wheeze, another one, King Titus, um, Mean Old Tom, and then Debut, a bunch of awesome Allagash beers. So it's only Maine Beer Company and Allegash, and Debut of Allegash Broken Elevator.
1: Like you know, you really do a great job with, with these special events and, and the beers. And, and, you know, Maine Beer Company in particular really took New York and we love it. Yeah, and it was so yeah. great to taste all uh, these beers tonight. And uh, I mean, if anything, I, I, I'm always left. I want more of these beers. So I know we're signing off, but how can I get more of them? It's right, just, so here, just not enough, right? Here, what's, what's the deal?
4: Uh, I mean, like honestly, like the um, they moved to their other facility, and usually when you move from one facility to the next, uh, you know the product might suffer. But they moved to Freeport. Uh, Maine, 15 minutes yeah. away from uh, Portland. Perfect. They were they were walking distance to Alagash. Good choice. They were Good one choice. industrial way. Alagash is 15 industrial way. Now we're seeing a lot more stuff. To the point that um, doing specialty brands, I'm not pre-selling the stuff. I'm just leaving it open so everyone could just have their hand at it. Mm. So Maine Beer lot Company, of the, lot the answer lunch to your argument bottles. is,
1: why can't I get a Hill Farmstead or a Russian River... There's a lot of really uh, good small a, breweries yeah. in well, every Jimmy's- region of America. And thanks to guys like Mike Lavulo and great brewers and all that stuff. So, hey, quick shout-out. Girls Pints Out, Girl Pint Outs, inaugural New York City <laughs> event, is coming to Brooklyn Brewery on October 21st at 7.30. Uh, it will feature women in craft beer around the city. It's very cool. And, again, it's Girl Pints Out, uh, October 21st at Brooklyn Brewery. And tickets are $20. And they uh, benefit the Hollaback, a Brooklyn-based Non-global group dedicated to stopping street harassment. All right. That's cool. And next week is New York City. Well, it's actually Cider Week in New York. Uh, we're all really a big part of that. Um, I can only say that if you like beer, you like cider, too, because more and more people are making really good cider. And uh, we've got guys like Steve Wood from Farnham Hill, Andy Brennan from Aaron Burr Cider, and even our good friend uh, Greg Hall, from who is who's Goose Island, now he's a Virtue. So these guys are going to be yes. around New York City uh, all next week. And uh, you may have uh, Cider Week-related events yeah. also. So what the heck? Cider Week New York is coming to New York. Check it out. All right. And our show next week will be all about Cider Week. So I'd like to thank our sponsors they're at greatbrewers.com who've helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. Brewer Sessions Radio is supported by the good Brewer Seal. And if you like this podcast, give us a good review on iTunes. Hey, most people, I think, do listen to it on iTunes. So thanks to uh, – I'm going through the list. hope they're all here. Ed, Johnny, Jessica, Mike, Ken, and Chris – and uh, everybody else for joining me here on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Jack Inslee I'm and Brian. O'Connor. Brian Strumpke, engineer. Joe Gladwell. Thanks a lot. Cheers and see you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. All right, guys. Woo! Right yeah! Up. yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website,